Welcome, everybody. Welcome back. It is episode 18 of Boom. Thirst and Goal Booming. <laughs> right, Ben? <laughs> Booming. <laughs> you love that. I do you love not. Antonio Brown. Well, I think we talked about last week. He's an Oakland Raider now. Oh, God. It still hurts. It's a week later and it still hurts. Black and silver. <laughs> black and silver, silver and black. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, well, my hopefully he'll, he'll enjoy his time in Oakland more than he did in Pittsburgh, apparently. Well, he'll enjoy it as long as he enjoys it. Yeah, well, he he did get that billboard in in uh, in Pittsburgh thanking everybody. Oh Lord in heaven, <laughs> thank you for being a douchebag. Next year he'll have another one in Oakland saying thank you, or Las Vegas he'll have another one saying thank you for having me. Oh, two years he'll be out of the league. One year in Vegas. <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna. Happen. No, poor man, Rick, poor man's too, Ricky Jarrett. He's too good for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's thirty-one now, so who knows? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so Friday, how was your week? Uh, it was it was a week. <laughs> it was a week. I was it looking was forward seven to days. This, I was looking forward to doing this podcast <laughs> as I always do. How was your week, Ben? Uh, it was a week. It was long. It was long. It yeah. was painful. Yeah. Uh, you know, some you had long a days extra in there. Traffic <laughs> this extra week. Extra traffic this week. Man, uh, traffic is brutal. I don't know. How, I don't know how people in LA when they. I mean, because oh, I, I work man. close to home, but you I do have not. a little bit of a drive. Yeah, I mean, folks out there that don't live in Los Angeles, if you think it's glamorous out here, if you really enjoy your car, like you really like your car, and and you you enjoy the way it feels, and, uh, and the touch to the steering wheel, and the listening of the radio for hours on end, you know, please move here. Uh, but otherwise, if, if you have a fifty-minute commute, a half-an-hour commute, a forty-five-minute commute, I, I highly yeah. recommend not moving here because you know you, you do spend a significant amount of time in your car. Thank goodness. Or or you could get that autopilot. Did you see that guy? Oh no! Uh, yeah, I saw yeah. that. He, he was oh. driving a Tesla with the autopilot. And yeah. He was driving on the freeway and he just fell asleep at the wheel. Oh my god! Oh man, we have that kind of technology. Jesus Christ! We man. should not. Then you... I would purposely work farther away from home. <laughs> <laughs> get up like, at three and sleep until seven. Wake shoot, up in the parking lot at work. Diego. I don't care, man. Yeah. Just put me in the car. Let me fall asleep and let me drive down. Give me a job in Vegas. I'll just leave the house at you know two in the morning. Doesn't matter. You're <laughs> in a bed sleep basically. In the car. Uh, Recline, sit back. It's like and... Emirates Airlines in your car. <laughs> no stewardesses, unfortunately. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I'm not going to get any champagne. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, you could technically. I mean, if you're not driving the car, are you? Right? I actually, when we have driverless technology, will you be able to drink in the car? I hope so. That's an interesting. <laughs> we you know, could do the podcast from a car. Oh my god, that would be awesome. We could be on the way to Vegas doing the podcast. Here we are in a brand new Tesla. It's rented. It's rented. (laughs) In our rental. (laughs) Don't tell anybody. Oh, God. Wink, wink. (laughs) All right, folks. We're here for another week. It was a very, very, very busy week. For you. It was. (laughs) My goodness. Uh, Friday, what are we going to talk about this week? Well, let me take a look here, Ben. Uh, Let me just pull up. Pull up our agenda on the big board. I'm talking to the mic. These new mics, it captures our voices very pretty well, but I can't turn around and take a look at the big board. But uh, we'll be making a shout out to our new listeners. Uh, We'll also introduce our new shot. We'll be talking about some big trades in the NFL. 
well. There's been quite a few. Big uh, we'll introduce uh, or sample a, a beer, maybe a couple of beers. Multiple. Multiple beers and also a bourbon that we have for uh, tonight. And also we're going to be talking about a little bit of our teams too. Uh, well, Sonia's not here tonight, unfortunately. She's not going to be talking about the Seahawks, but me and Ben will talk about some of the moves for the Eagles and for the Steelers. Uh, we'll have a quiz. Me and Ben will go back and forth and uh, see how well we knew how, how well we know our teams. Uh, ben is going to have some thoughts on Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, some rule changes, some AAF, our top five of something. We'll figure that out. And uh, we'll have a listener question. Ben. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, <laughs> listeners. All right, so uh, we have some new listeners this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We're growing the podcast every week. Yes, it's, thank it's, you. it's really amazing. Um, you know, the, 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 the way that we've been able to grow the podcast and, and gather listeners from all over the United States and all over the world. So thank you so much for for taking the time to listen to us. It, it really means the world to us. We have new listeners from Farmington, Michigan. I hope uh, you enjoyed the show. Thank you so much. We have a, a couple new listeners from Donellan, Florida. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, you know, after my not so kind words about Florida on last week's episode. So thank you so much. Uh, we have some new <laughs> listeners for from Crescent City, California. Uh, that's an awesome, awesome locale up north of us. We I, have, I, I think so, right? I think it's north. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please, if it's not north, then I'm. It sounds you know, like I am summarily be, I embarrassed, but I believe I know where that is. Uh, we have actually two or three new listeners from Austin, Texas. Awesome. Thank you so much, Austin, Texas. And internationally, we have new listeners from the beautiful country of, of ikea sweden thank you uh you do not need any tools or instructions to put this podcast together so thank you so much so so very much what's next up on the big board Friday? well ben you're gonna leave me in with this new shot that we have for the week and uh go ahead cue that up ben. we have an awesome shot Love that lead in, Ben. That's, that's, and that's the abbreviated version. That I mean, is the, the abbreviated version. The, the, Tune into episode uh, 16 yeah, for the full the, version. We forgot. We forgot to do it the last yeah, 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 yeah. episode. We just kind of went straight into the shot without even doing the lead in. Uh, but tonight's shot, and, and by the way, it is St. Patrick's weekend. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yes, and uh, we'll introduce your drink too. Actually, you have a lead in for that too. <laughs> 
I do, I do. <laughs> and so this shot uh, is the uh, OBJ Trading Spaces shot. He made that huge move from the Giants huge. to the Cleveland Browns. And uh, tonight I have concocted a shot with uh, Bailey's. Uh, I'm drinking the Browns shot, uh, which uh, has a little bit of an orange liqueur. And a uh, it's M&M's infused with... Uh, uh, vodka and Ben is pretty much drinking the same thing, uh, except uh, his is infused with uh, red M and M's to make his uh, shot seem more like the uh, the Giants color. So he has uh, the white, blue, and red shot. I have uh, the white, um, orange, and brown shot. And uh, Ben, let's give the shot a taste. Let's see how this goes down. Hmm. Wow, that's. Wow, tastes huh? like fourteen percent brown M and M's. Yours is <laughs> mine is, but actually no, I refuse. I refuse to drink the brown shot. It looked like a dookie. Uh, thing. I actually had the giant shot, so yeah, mine was red, white, and blue. It's almost like a creamsicle taste. Wow, dude. this was actually pretty good. I can't even taste the vodka in there. I mean, the way should that, I taste the vodka in there? When I infused the brown M and M's in that vodka, it didn't look. It, it looked almost like a, a, a like a vomit. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was really good. It was almost like a like a creamsicle because it had that that wow. orange liqueur in it. Bailey's that is was, really underrated. Yeah, no, on yeah, St. Patrick's yeah, right? Day. I mean, it's like creamy. It's 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 very smooth. That was a, that was a good wow. shot. And uh, yeah, hats very off, pretty. I hats mean, off to Franny. Take a look. Take a look uh, on on Instagram. Uh, they're two very nice shots. Uh, OBJ moving from the Giants to the Cleveland Browns, willingly no less. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. know if it was willingly, but he's in a better situation for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty shocking trade. Uh, but uh, hats off to Franny. Every week he comes up with these shots. It's pretty amazing. Uh, well, you know, I go to the store. I can buy I can buy some bourbon. I can buy some beer. I don't just um, make shots, Ben. There's a story. He makes, there's, there's a, a story, story behind every one of these shots. shots. So it, it's pretty amazing, you know, what he's able to do with these shots. So let's give the guy a big shout out because yeah, it's if, week after week. So far we have. The Bloody Arrow, the Beast Mode, the Bird Shit, the Black Monday, the Drogon in Sonya's honor, since we are San Sonya tonight. Uh, the ABC shot, the Cover the Spread shot, and now we have the OBJ Trading Spaces shot. And you know, so we're it's not pretty gonna, impressive. We're not going to talk about Game of Thrones for the last, what, month and a half, two months almost. Uh, we've been talking about uh, Game of Thrones, and uh, Ben, you and Sonya got... We blew through it. Man, yeah, in no time. Seriously, yeah. I mean, Jesus well, Christ. good show. Guys, yeah, well, you would watch like three episodes a night. Well, yeah, I mean, there was, I mean, we on the weekends we definitely blew through a good chunk uh, of episodes for sure. But yeah, I mean, it was it took us, I'd say, not that long. It took six me a lot weeks longer. to get through seven episodes or yeah, it, seven it, seasons. Yeah, I, I mean, it took me a lot longer to get through. I think it was about six seasons at that point. But yeah, man, you guys really blew right through that. I mean, I still don't understand exactly what's going on, although I think I have a, a much better idea of what's going on than I had. But you're uh, happy that you watched it. I right? am happy yes. that I watched it. I, you know, it's no Hill Street Blues, but you know, we'll uh, we'll Jesus. we'll get there. We'll or get mash. there. Or, or mash. mash. It's definitely don't mash. <laughs> Did you cry at the end? Well, actually, we don't know yet. We don't know yet because uh, season. Eight... I wanted to cry when the dragon went down. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But I thought it was amazing when it opened its eyes and had blue eyes and yes, just like mine. Now own. we have an evil dragon. So yes, that's <laughs> that's wonderful for everyone. Um, so Franny, what are we going to talk about? Oh, what are you drinking? Let's you know let's, let's make sure we uh, figure out what people are drinking here. Well, t- uh, well, tonight, Ben, I'm drinking my usual. I'm drinking some Jack and Coke. You know, 
I, I just like every single episode. I just drink Jack and Coke. That's it's getting kind of old now. I should probably come up with a new drink. Well, he's been drinking it since I've known him, folks. So I'm just waiting for the sponsorship. You know, we're just waiting for the Jack Daniel sponsorship. And I, in honor of St. Patrick's Day. I am drinking a little Guinness Stout tonight, so thank you, thank you, thank you, Ireland, Irish, for the Guinness. A little Irish jig, And a little ben. Irish jig going on here. To get in the mood. Yeah, we got to get in the mood. Is it, it's, it's, it should start? Of course, of course, of course. Gather round, ye lads and lasses, set ye for a while, and hearken to me mournful tale about the Emerald Isle. Let's all raise our glasses high to friends and family gone, and lift our voices in another Irish drinking song. Consumption took me mother and me father got the pox. Me brother drank the whiskey till he wound up in a box. Me other brother in the troubles met with his demise. Me sister has forever closed her smiling Irish eyes. Now everybody so until the tears are dry, I'll drink and 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 and drink 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 his neck is lipping on the bo- uh, All right, folks. Almost, thank you so much for bearing with us there. Almost started river dancing right there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I grew up in New York, uh, you know, upstate New York. So, you know, I, I, I grew up with, a, you know, St. Patrick's Day was a huge deal where I grew up. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank all our listeners from Ireland. There are many of you, actually. Uh, so thank you so very much. And, uh, you know, enjoy yourselves this St. Patrick's Day. Celebrate. Celebrate hard and long. And I will have to find that song, Ben, <laughs> on YouTube because I'm going to be bumping that in the car. I, I, I really oh, like yeah. that song. I grew up I mean, in I grew, my Tesla. My, my <laughs> best friend growing up was Irish. I mean, unfortunately on for autopilot. him, his, his hair turned gray when he was about 22. Um, no lie. Uh, I think it was in his early 20s his hair turned gray. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's St. Patrick's Day is a big deal, and uh, that's why I'm drinking the Guinness. You got the that's Guinness. That's why Frane is drinking uh, O'Shea's. Yeah, that's, Jack, that's... Jack O'Shea's. That is a big bottle of Guinness you got right there, Ben. It's oh, not yeah. usual twelve ounce. That's a, that's a pretty big bottle. No, no. I mean, it's actually. I mean, they sell the cans. I think they for a while they sold like some cans that you could open, and then there was a compressed air mm-hmm. canister in the bottom of the can that would give it that that fuzz, that, like, fu- that, that fizz, wonderful fuzz, head. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the bottles do pretty well. They yeah, do that, pretty well. You want that wonderful head? Oh, you know, <laughs> nothing like good head on a podcast. <laughs> What's next? Actually, Friday. What are what are we gonna What are we gonna talk about next? On the big board, Ben. We're gonna talk about some trades. Oh my God! It There's was a busy week this week. Few. Oh my goodness! What do you want to start with, Friday? Uh, OBJ. Yes, let's start with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Coming. Oh my God! Going, moving from the Giants to the Cleveland Browns. How do you feel, Ben? I mean, it's, it's your division. Uh, I mean, it's it's the AFC North, and uh, you know, I, I think uh, they are the favorites now to win the division, and I can see it happening. I mean, it's really mind blowing to me. It I is. mean, it is. Uh, you know, from from zero and sixteen to seven yeah, and eight, a couple of years ago. To yeah. I mean, last season they actually played better to, than expected. Yeah, I mean, I just don't. I didn't expect. Uh, you know, I think last week we had our our uh, collaboration with NFL Picks are in. Couple, yeah. And I chose 
Cleveland Browns, you know, back on the map mm-hmm. as one of my better now they're moments. Really back on the map <laughs> as one of my better moments of of the 2018 season. And now I, I, I wish I could take that pick back and Joku because that was not my plan. My plan Chub. was for them to be respectable Kareem but not Hunt. competitive. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it is it Jarvis is Jarvis Landry. Uh, it is mind blowing. Oh man, they they um, got some weapons now. I mean, they gave I so they get Beckham. Uh, Jabril Preppers was not exactly you know, particularly thrilled about a <laughs> trade, uh, but he's not a particularly like, really? thrilling. Now you player. guys are good, and you're getting rid of. Him? Uh, so it, you know, it's it's it was pretty shocking. So they get a first round pick and a third round pick yeah. from the Giants. Uh, who then go out and and sign Golden Tate for some unknown yeah. reason after <laughs> after giving he's got after, some good hands after signing yeah. Odell Beckham to a five year contract he's a very, year before he's well he's a very reliable receiver though he too. is but I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna trade Golden Odell Tate Beckham played, he played well for the Seahawks he was one of their top receivers he went to Detroit he was also one of their he was probably their their top receiver he had some good numbers there. Uh, with the Eagles, he didn't do uh, too much uh, last season, but uh, with New York, we'll see how he does. But he's definitely not a replacement for for Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, it's not easy to replace a guy like that. No, it's a mind blowing trade. I mean, on top of signing Kareem Hunt, who uh, now, as of I think yesterday or this morning, we know will miss eight games of the season, so he will come back. Fresh and ready to go for the for the second half of the season this year, assuming that nothing happens between yeah. now. I, I heard and some then rumors. there were some rumors that Tyreek Hill also might sign with the Browns, but he's also having some legal issues. Ooh, yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> there's no video evidence that we know there, of. Just there's yet. no video evidence, and uh, it is a little the the information out there is a little. Uh, vague about whether he was involved in the incident at all yeah, or his, whether his he name was... is not on the report right but is his wife or significant other covering for him we don't he's know. been engaged for a long time yeah <laughs> if she's covering for me he found the right and woman. you know there was an incident back in 2015 there was a domestic violence incident back in 2015 uh with some significant corroboration and there was no punishment uh, from the league for that. So I suspect that if there is any culpability uh, on Hill's part in this incident, that the punishment will be severe. Uh, well, we saw how quickly uh, Kansas this, City got rid of Kareem Hunt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, they made – I mean, they did the right thing. I mean, they did the right thing. Um, Morally, I mean, anyone that watched yes. the video, uh, you know, he probably should not have been playing in the league that year. And, and, and I think as Franny pointed out on a previous podcast, the running back from – uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Can't remember uh, his name right now. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon uh, had a that pretty video significant was, incident. That, that video, uh, and he was didn't suffer any repercussions. Who hasn't seen that video? Yeah, that was Joe like Mixon. stone cold. I'm just gonna walk he in here and knock your knocked, ass out and yeah, just grab yeah. a burger and go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think he actually took some time to eat a hamburger yeah, and Jesus then just Christ, man, that uh, was pretty bad. Uh, that actually, he did not eat a hamburger, yeah. but he was calm enough that he could have sat down My and God. eaten a meal after that. Uh, at least Ty- Tyreek Hill or was was uh, or not or Kareem Hunt was uh, well angry or upset. He wasn't just you know. There was a lot that happened in the video. Yeah, uh, but uh, it, it's it's it, it, the Browns are going to be very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so well, let's see what we'll, and we'll see what happens. I mean, how, how do you feel about that, Ben? I mean, the, you know, the, the Steelers. I don't like it. The St- <laughs> I liked it, but now I don't like it. You know, the Steelers haven't made a lot of moves. I mean, the Ravens made a few moves, and and well, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. 
But geez, I mean, they they look like a like the powerhouse it's now rough. in that division. I mean, when when I did the NFL picks are in collaboration, uh, you know, it's almost like you know, it's like, it's like that 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 subordinate employee that you're mentoring. That you think you know you're just going to really help them throughout their career until the one day you realize they're going to take your fucking job, <laughs> and then and that's like when they're in your office and you're giving them when you're in when they're in your office and you're giving them advice, it's all wonderful and you feel great about it until you, until the day that you know day comes and they they take your your job, and that's how I feel the Cleveland Browns you know where the Cleveland Browns are right mm-hmm. now, uh, they could, they could overtake the the Ravens and the Steelers quite easily next year. I mean, if, it could if be if they play well. It could be them and the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. I wouldn't go. And I'm that sure the odds. Far. I'm sure the odds in Vegas. Uh, I uh, wouldn't go. I st- they still got to get through the Chiefs, and they still got to get through the Chargers, who are Chiefs relatively lost, unchanged. The Chiefs lost D Ford and lost a couple other guys. And uh, Justin Houston is yeah. is please Steelers, please. <laughs> uh, Justin Houston is is still out there, and, and as of the time of this podcast, uh, he may have been signed, but. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, Justin Houston is still is still available, but the I mean the Browns are, you know, good for Cleveland. Um, I mean it, they have suffered for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, ever long since the Mac time. fumble at the end zone, uh, many, 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 many quarterbacks later, uh, you know, they have suffered. They have suffered a long time. So you know, I don't want them to win the division. Uh, I'd be, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to them uh, getting a wild card berth <laughs> if they could beat Baltimore. Because I, I mean, uh, all things being equal, I would much rather lose to to, to Cleveland in the playoffs than to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. But they have, I mean, it's it, it's you know, they've they've shored up their offensive line as well. Uh, you know, they signed a guard uh, as well as uh, Sheldon Richardson. Uh, on the defense and 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 they're they're they look strong. Yeah. I mean they look and Landry and Beckham allegedly go back, you know, more than a decade in their friendship. Uh, so that will sort of take the edge off the, you know, what was the Keyshawn Johnson book? Throw me the damn ball. <laughs> you know, it, it's hard if the person that you're claiming is getting the you know getting the ball and you're not getting the ball. Uh, is your really really good friend? It's a little bit more difficult to be an asshole in public about it. If you're Antonio Brown, you could just yell at everybody and anybody because you have no actual friendships in your life. Uh, but it, it will be it will be interesting to see Landry and Beckham. I mean, I, I don't remember the last time a team, but had, Njoku too, pretty pretty and solid. Njoku and Chubb. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good team, and and, and they they are a good team. Uh, and what's Mayfield going to do this year? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, he, well, I'm sure with with the weapons that he has now, you know, he'd be a lot better this year than he was. I mean, he was he was the. I mean, I mentioned this last week in the podcast. Uh, in my opinion, he was the best QB that from the draft last year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, Allen. Yeah, uh, Darnold. And your favorite, uh, my favorite? Rosen, <laughs> for Rosen. some reason. I don't know. And he might not even be with Arizona next, well, after the draft. Oh, he'll be, what will happen. he'll be there. He'll I be there. I don't know. I mean, only a fool would give Mayfield uh, or give um, Kyler Murray Kyler Murray to the Raiders. Only a fool would do that. Well, I didn't. I wasn't impressed with Rosen. I mean, you were for some reason, but I, I was not that impressed with him. Well, because the team is a train wreck. I mean, I, 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 he needs he's to have an opportunity though. to he's, play. He's part of it. Oh my god, that team is terrible. I mean, it's terrible from top to bottom. I know. Well, I mean, they have it's Johnson and a bunch of Hyundai's. <laughs> uh, so hey, it, hey, 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 
Come on, Hyundai's are pretty good vehicles. Well, that is true. That is true. They have that. They have that one nice car, right? That big one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I am impressed with the Cleveland Browns. You know, I'll be, I'll be excited to watch the Cleveland Browns next season. You know, I'm opening I, another Guinness here. They'll, they'll get more nationally televised games, and whether it's on Sunday or Monday or Thursday, I will definitely tune in to watch the Cleveland Browns, which hasn't been the case for the last 40 years. But why will you tune in? Will you be tuning in for Baker Mayfield, for well, I mean, just, just to see Jarvis other, Landry, just to for see the other three offense, of them? Yeah, just to see how their offense performs now with OBJ there. You know, I mean, that, that, that's the, I, I will definitely tune in. I'm sure a lot of NFL fans will tune in to watch the Browns play. But when was the last time we had a team with those with that top quality duo at receiver? I mean, you essentially have two number ones at receiver now. Mm-hmm. It's rare to see that. Uh, you know, Atlanta has a number one. Mm-hmm. The Steelers had a number one last well, year. I mean, well, the Steelers had Juju Smith, but he wasn't Schuster. expected. He wasn't an established yeah, number one. Well, he he he's going to be the number one this year. Yeah, now they're talking about who we're going to get to compliment Juju. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Guy's been playing for he played for a year. Let's not <laughs> yeah, let's he, not put him up there. He had a great. Let's season. not put him up there with Randy Moss just yet. Yeah, no, but he had a great season. I you know I look forward. Oh, to, he absolutely did. Yeah, no, I look, I look forward to watching Juju and and see what he can do. Without the well, being the second receiver now instead of the you know well second with first was Antonio Brown, but I I, I want to see Who? what he does as the first. Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to see this. I'm interested to see whether the theory that I'm going to talk about later on in the podcast. Uh, I, I don't any, see. I haven't heard that. Has yet. any I'm validity? Excited. I want to hear what. what uh, say. And I think we'll find out next year whether there's any validity to yeah. it. But I'm excited, and I'm sure any any fan of the NFL will be excited to watch the Cleveland Browns. How many times in your life would you expect to hear that sentence? Never. I mean, I, I mean, it was, it's, you know, it's, 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 it was cute. I mean, it was, it was adorable what they did last year. It was, it was something nice to talk about at the bar. It wasn't something it you was? expect to come up and bite you in the ass. <laughs> well, you, well, you brought it up in, in, oh, in that collaboration. So, <laughs> all right. Well, and I and I stand by it. Um, you know, if we're going to lose to anyone in that division, uh, let it be the city of Cleveland. Yeah, well, it's almost like, you know, the Clippers. Oh, God. It is definitely not like the Clippers. I mean, it's like the Clippers were so bad for so long, and, and now the Browns— Wait, were they good? They they were always bad. And, I mean, <laughs> Cleveland Browns have also been bad for so long, and, you know, it's exciting. I mean, it's it's something different. You know, it's, missing, it's mixing up the NFL and the hierarchy in the NFL. I mean, we'll see how it plays out. In the season, but man, I'll definitely tune in when those guys oh for sure take the field. I mean, you got the Browns; they're moving, they're making you know they're making trades, they're signing players. Jim Ursay of the Colts is locked in a closet with a six pack of beer. Yeah, apparently, that's weird. Uh, can't make you know he's got his pennies. He's like like uh, got like scraping <laughs> pennies together <laughs> in, in the quarter, like I mean, I mean, just th- begging that he could keep I mean, that hundred million dollars. Uh, yeah, exactly. Their salary I cap mean, space I've never was hundred million dollars. Ownership in my entire life. They could have signed Antonio or anyone. Or they have a hundred some million dollars. Yeah. I'd be rolling around in their pocket. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. It's mind blowing. Uh, well, right, so we, we talked at length about. <laughs> well, they that, deserve it. They deserve yeah, they, it. They definitely do. They definitely do. After being bad for so long, they deserve it. I'm excited. Ben's not. But <laughs> well, like I said, if we're going to lose to anybody, let it be the Browns. Well, or the Bills. <laughs> who's who's next up, Ben? 
Oh, my God. You want to talk about Le'Veon Bell? Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. Le'Veon Bell to the New York Jets. For less money yeah, than and, the Steelers offered him. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and, I, and I, you know, I'm not going to criticize what he's been saying because, you know, of course, you know, I don't expect him to say anything different than what he's saying now. Of course, you're going to say, you know, well, what if I were injured? Yeah. I feel good. I'm happy to be in the position yeah. I'm in. I mean, you don't expect someone to be, you know, you know, to capitulate and and you know and and, and apologize or 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 state that they made a mistake. I mean, that's just not going to happen. But the Steelers offered him five years, seventy million dollars, first three years, forty-five million dollars over the first three years of that deal. Yeah, granted, he had between twelve and twenty in guarantees on that deal. Uh, but he would have made forty. It would have made essentially the entirety of the contract that he has with the Jets in the first three years. Now he has uh, what is it? Uh, four years, fifty. Yeah, it's a, it's a fifty some fifty something million. It's around fifty million. I think it's four years, fifty two million, give or yeah. take, and and about thirty five million of that's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, potential to make sixty million if for some strange reason Le'Veon Bell actually plays in every game over the next four years, which is something he's actually <laughs> never done in his entire career except for one year. He was injured. Two of the highest paid years in his career, he was injured and suspended. And he didn't finish out the year. He was uh, injured twice, suspended once. Uh, you know, I mean, I feel less uh, resentment towards Le'Veon Bell simply because he wasn't a giant douchebag uh, while he was sitting out. Well, uh, I mean, his uh, agent, his agent, if he has, if his agent has any clients left, then you got a bunch of morons for clients because I would <laughs> not. I mean, Drew Rosenhaus, yeah. You know, his his war room might look like, uh, you know, Tony Soprano's living room, but he gets the job done. Uh, and Bakari, you know, Adissa Bakari is clearly not a particularly, uh, not a very smart agent. Uh, he wasn't able to get a better deal than this. Uh, maybe no other teams made him an offer that was, that was similar. I, I doubt it. I think there were probably offers out there before. But also, now? again, like we like we said with the Colts, why wouldn't the Colts throw out an offer for him? Heck, why didn't they just give him a hundred million dollars over three <laughs> years? <laughs> Maybe not that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not going to spend the money on anybody else. I I, I know, but in, in that division, I mean, you give that guy that kind mm-hmm. of money. I mean, he he would make a huge impact on that team. I mean, uh, like I said, I, I I I I understand why he's saying what he's saying, but he's 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 probably playing for the third. Best, I mean, the third worst run organization in New York in professional <laughs> sports behind the Knicks and the Giants. Uh, you know, the, as much as the Giants are criticized, they're still better run than the Jets are. Uh, so he has, you know, $50 million, 52 give or take. Uh, I, 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 I think Todd Gurley needs to get his checkbook out uh, because he cost a lot of people a lot of money this year. Uh, by resetting the running back market. I mean, everyone thought that Todd Gurley was going to be a stud throughout the playoffs. The, the on-again, off-again injuries, the uh, arthritis in the knee, injuries that he's had prior in his career. Bell has had those injuries prior in his career. You know, wide receivers are getting that money and the running backs are not. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a couple other running backs that got signed uh, during this period did not get the kind of money. Like that, Ingram? Yeah, Ingram got, what, like s- less than six a year? Yeah, around there was it like around seven, seven and a half. But uh, you know, I, I, I think with his ability and with his talent, he 
I mean, I don't think anybody deserves that much money. But if you're if you're looking at other running backs in the league, uh, I I think he is talent wise. I would say he's well just behind Le'Veon Bell. I mean, for for the other running he's backs that are available in the yeah. league, I mean, he's he's uh, he's a strong runner. He could catch it out of the backfield. Um, you know, the Ravens picked him up. Ben, sorry about that. Oh. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, the running backs have not gotten a lot of money, whereas safeties have made a ton of money. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, and Bell thought he was, you know, he, he was he was complaining and whining yeah. about the number of carries and the number of touches he got, and he goes to the Jets. Yeah. A team yeah. with no weapons whatsoever other than their quarterback. Uh-huh. I wonder how many touches he's going to get this year. <laughs> I'm going to say 450-plus. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, yeah, the safeties have been knocking it out of the park. I mean, Earl Thomas... Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Sonia, if you're listening. Sorry, Matthew also got a, a, a huge contract, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he for, deserves it. Yeah. He no, deserves uh, it. Yeah. Maybe he, yeah. <laughs> sorry about that, Ben. <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't help myself. Listeners, I'm not. Uh, see, you know, my we, voice. We've known each other a long time, so whatever I hear, Franny's voice is very soothing. It's very a very. Low. His voice is a, is a wonderful radio voice. Mine is not. So whatever I hear that, I can't help myself but point it out because yeah, the rest of the time while he's, you know. Uh, you know, love songs on the coast, and I'm, my voice is like wearing through your eardrums. Coast one oh three point five. So yeah, m- uh, sorry I interrupted you. Talk about safeties. I almost forgot where I was oh, going Matthew, with that. Matthew <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> no, but yeah, like you said, like with, with the running backs, running backs, uh, they're not getting as much money. Whereas safeties, there's been quite a few safeties have that have signed for uh, quite a bit of money. Yeah, and I wonder why that is. I mean, I, I know it's an important position, mm-hmm. um, and I know when you have a great safety like Palomalo or Earl Thomas, or the name who's escaping me now, uh, Sanders for the Colts, uh, it, it could be really impactful mm-hmm. to your team. Um, As, I mean, running backs can also be quite impactful, too. I mean, uh, well, with Le'Veon Bell, I, I think he has had... Mr. No he, 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 <laughs> Le'Veon Bell has had the most scrimmage yards. I, th- I think he's top five, actually, in most scrimmage yards out of all of running backs in the NFL. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I'm I'm far I mean, more sympathetic. Playing. I'm far more. You know, I, I wish Le'Veon Bell well. I, I do not do wish really? Antonio Brown well. No, you... <laughs> no, no. I absolutely do not. Le'Veon Bell. You know, franchise tag. There is a level of unfairness to the franchise tag, regardless of you know where you come from, how much money you're making, what your perspective is on it. There is there is a level of unfairness to it. Uh, there is no level of unfairness in signing a fucking contract and then saying two years into that contract that I don't like this contract. I want you Steelers. I want you to pay me regardless of what I do, whether I play well, whether I don't play well, I want you to pay me for five years. But after two years, if I decide I don't want to play for you anymore, I'm going to take my talent somewhere else and I'm going to make your lives but the funny of the of the off season shit. Yeah, but the funny he didn't sit out a fucking win yeah. or go home. That's true. Game. That is true too, Ben. And he never in his career has done so, and I don't believe that he ever would do so. That is true. 
It, well, that was that was that was weird. some weird feedback. <laughs> that was some weird feedback. I could hear uh, myself talking through. That was, was kind of <laughs> odd. <laughs> well, enough about Le'Veon Bell. Uh, is there uh, ever really enough about Le'Veon Bell? Is there ever any enough about Antonio Brown? <laughs> no, no. Be happy you don't. Be, be happy you don't have to suffer through this drama. I don't. I don't. As have a Philadelphia to. Eagle the fan, Eagles don't have any drama right now. At least, well, I well, think so. I don't think they do. Foles is gone. Well, that's drama in a good way. It's good for Foles. You know, let's talk about Foles. I'm not sure who you had next up on the big board right there, but let's talk about Nick Foles. I would love to a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I man. That guy is a living legend in Philadelphia. He's a living legend to all Philadelphia Eagles fans. Thank you, Nick Foles, oh my for God. winning us our first Finally, Super Bowl. Finally, says something but, nice about hey, Nick Foles. I, I've, I always say something nice about yeah. Nick Foles. Thank you for winning us the Super Bowl. Now get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> that is You're not, costing us too much money. That is not true at all. All right. I mean, Nick Foles did win the Eagles their first Super Bowl. Ever. But I'm I'm happy for Nick Foles. Uh, he's making more money than he probably should. <laughs> <laughs> Eighty-eight million dollars yeah. over four years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and uh, God, I I mean, I, I hope he succeeds in Jacksonville. Do I, I I do, I do. I wish him well. I wish him all the best. Uh, you know, he's he's made his money, and uh, you know what I. I I'm just I'm I'm happy that it's not within the NFC. I'm happy that it's in the AFC, and uh, maybe the Eagles will meet them in the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, it just goes to show that the the most uh, logical explanation is usually the truest explanation. And I mean, there was a lot of talk about you know Nick Foles going here or there or somewhere. I, I know, and I, 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 uh, I don't and know Jacksonville else, was always the most logical place. Who else was making offers for him though? Well, I mean, like, were, were, as far as I'm concerned. Half the league should have been making an offer for you know yeah but, to I mean, him. But the, the like it's the Redskins, for instance, they didn't make a push for him. No, they, they took Case Keenum. Yeah, uh, you know the Giants didn't make well, a push for, for him. A lot less money. I mean, a huge amount less. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, there was there was nobody else that was willing to pick him up. Other than the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they gave him a huge contract. It was but, good for him. And, and but why do you think that is? They're just desperate. I mean, well, they've, they've had Blake Bortles as their quarterback for, uh, God, how many years now? Like three or four years now? And they, they gave him a contract as well. Yeah, I mean, it just seems weird to me that there are so few teams that are willing to make a run at him. Um, I mean, the Bengals need a quarterback. Uh, the, 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 there are lots of teams out there that need, that need quarterbacks. The Dolphins. Need well, the Dolphins, that's another team right there. The Dolphins could have made a push for him. Yeah. But they did not. The Vikings need a quarterback. The Vikings have a quarterback, <laughs> all right? <laughs> you, you knew you'd get a reaction out of me. The Giants uh, need a quarterback. Yeah, no, the Giants, yeah. I, I, but, you know, he, The he's, Buccaneers need a quarterback. All right, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> the Titans could have signed him. Well, no, they have the Marriott Redskins, over there. The Redskins, as you said, could have yeah, signed him. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm happy for Nick Foles. I'm happy that he did sign a contract, uh, and and you know we'll see how things go in in Jacksonville with him. Well, I hope they go well, but not too well. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, uh, listeners That's of this podcast conference. will know that I am a big fan of Nick Foles. I mean, I I, I hope as am I. I hope that he is able uh, to sling the ball around downfield the way that you know we know he can in Jacksonville. 
You know, we'll see what the receiving well, the, core. See, you and Sonya, for some reason, think I'm not a big fan of Nick Foles. I well, am a big Essentially fan. because you said, you know, get the fuck out he's, of my house. He's, he's $20 million. You know, I can't do it. He's do not it. the future of the Eagles franchise. I know. I mean, it's Carson Wentz to Zach Ertz. <laughs> and <it's, laughs> that is the future of the Eagles franchise. <laughs> it is uh, many, many, many passes to Zach Ertz. Hey, whatever uh, it takes, all right? Uh, you know, the guy won a Super Bowl. I know. I mean, how I many understand. backup quarterbacks win uh, a freaking Super Bowl? Who knows what would have happened if Carson Wentz never got injured? Who knows if the Eagles would have won a Super Bowl that year? Because uh, he, he was, win a Super he Bowl that was year. playing at MVP levels. Oh, the year before? Yeah, the year before. I mean, well, not 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 last, not last season, obviously. But the, well, year, I mean, the before, year before the, Super the Bowl. year Nick Foles won the Super Bowl for the Eagles. Carson Wentz was playing at MVP level. He was. He was. Yeah. He was pretty amazing. He absolutely was. Uh, but then when he came back the following year. You just have to look at the age of the player and what they can contribute to the team. Uh, it, we, we, we've seen the best of foals. We've seen the worst of foals. This past season. What was the worst of foals? This past season. I mean, he, he did uh, take the Eagles to the playoffs, but he did not play that great against Chicago. And, and he did not play that well against the Saints either. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of used him, to it. We saw him with the Rams, too. I mean, Case Keenum took his job. Uh, yeah, that is yeah. true. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was well, he was with the Eagles and then with the Rams and yeah. then with Kansas City. And, and he lost his job with the Rams. Yeah, I mean, but like, I... What are you going to get I'm a little guy? dubious of, you know, when, when when players bounce around and then somehow they have a resurgence. I'm, I'm, I, I yeah. don't always attribute that to good decision-making on the teams that... um. That let him go, uh, you know. Steve Young got traded from Tampa Bay. Uh, San Diego traded up, you know, gave away a bunch of draft picks to get Ryan Leaf. Uh, th- th- I, mean, I mean, even this year we'll see how Joe Flacco does. The Raiders with the traded Broncos. Randy Moss for like a third round pick. You know, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I wish him well. Don't get me wrong. I wish the guy well. Well, especially since he's in the AFC. You know, exactly. Now you can sit on your laurels and say, well, I just hope the guy does really well. And <laughs> I just, I mean, his family and his children are so cute, and I just can't wait to see him succeed. If you were playing for Washington, I don't think that your opinion would be the same. Yeah. Because you know Jacksonville is a, is, a, is a shit show. So, I mean, if he can make anything out of that team, you know, yeah, they beat the Steelers in a playoff game two years ago. Uh, but they were terrible. <laughs> they were terrible before that, and they've been terrible since then. And they will probably be terrible into the foreseeable future. So at least he made his money. Uh, this is the one time that I'll agree with the the Lefko podcast. You, know, you get your money. Um, you know, I, I I hope he does well. I really do. Uh, I, I, you know, the Steelers are suffering. Uh, a little bit now, so so I, I will not say that I don't wish Nick Foles well in the AFC. Thank you, Ben. All right. So, <laughs> so what's the next trade you'd like to talk about, Franny, or whatever signing? You, whatever you have there, Ben. What do you think about Antonio Brown? Uh, <laughs> I think you have way more opinions than I do. <laughs> I like Antonio Brown. Well, he made he made he made an appearance at uh, Derek Carr's house this weekend, uh-huh. uh, or during during this week. Uh, I just wanted to voice my displeasure with Antonio Brown one more time, Boomin. And I hope, Boomin, I hope it'll be the last time that I do this. 
just to remind Steelers fans, the the cap hit for Antonio Brown on our 2019 salary cap is 11% of the cap at $21 million. Uh, I hope he does poorly in <laughs> Oakland. I hope the team uh, does poorly. Uh, I think it, it, it bodes poorly uh, for the NFL generally. Uh, where where teams or where players are allowed to to sign contracts and then ultimately find their way out of them when the the, the, the you know they find that the terms are not advantageous to them in the moment I think the team should stick more firmly to the, the you know to the contracts that they sign and I think that that the franchise tag needs to go away I don't think that should be something that you know the players are subjected to. But the guy signed a five-year contract, and he didn't like where he was playing anymore. Uh, granted, the team could have cut him, uh, but the Steelers have only cut one player more than two years into a five-year contract ever in the history of the franchise, uh, and that was a linebacker who had been hurt perennially year after year after year. So for Antonio Brown to say that he thought the Steelers might cut him next year is a bunch of bullshit because it's never <laughs> happened before. Uh, the guy just wanted to go to play with a speak and spell quarterback, uh, moron as a head coach, and a bowl cut as their owner. Uh, you know, he just wants to make his money. He's going to go to Vegas, and I predict that two years of Antonio Brown in Las Vegas, and he will be out of the league. I don't think he'll be here in two years. Well, that's my prediction. Listen to me now and believe me later. <laughs> Is there anybody else you want to talk about, Ben? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, there had there were there were a lot of interesting moves around the league this week. Well, those were the biggest ones, I would say. Yeah, I mean, those were the biggest moves around the league. Um, you know, the Texans didn't do too much. The Colts have been have for some reason. I mean, they've done nothing. Completely silent. One hundred million. No, well, they signed Devin Funches. Yeah, well, yeah. $13 million for Devin <laughs> Funches. I mean, come on now. A lot for Devin Funches, but they have not done enough for, I mean, they were $100 million under the cap, and God damn, they couldn't, I, I mean, they could have signed Le'Veon Bell. I mean, this is the one team that gives Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown an argument. Yeah. They got $100 plus yeah. million dollars to spend, and the, the only moves they've made were to sign, you know, an edge rusher in Marcus Hunt, two two years, nine million dollars, and Pierre Desir, three years, twenty five million dollars for a cornerback, and they signed Devin Funches, <laughs> a two million dollar wide receiver for thirteen million dollars, uh, and they still have Hilton, I believe, right? Hilton is still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe so. So yeah, I mean, it's been an ugly year uh, for for those guys. Uh, what do you think about the Chiefs, Franny? The Chiefs well, they, are making some moves. Well, well they lost D Ford, right? Yeah, they the lost Niners. D Ford. Uh, they're going to lose Justin Houston, mm-hmm. hopefully to the Steelers. <laughs> um, but they did sign a bunch of sort of oddball players. They signed uh, EJ Manuel to a one-year contract. I'm not sure what that's about. Well, I mean, he, he was a former Steeler too. He was a Steeler. He was a Bronco. Bill Bronco. Uh-huh. I can't even remember. <laughs> uh, they signed Carlos High to a two-year, 
at minimum salary. Uh, but they did sign, uh, you know, Terry Matthew, Matthew yeah. uh, to a big contract. That was a pretty decent signing. That was a big them. contract. But, but, but yeah, decent. they lost a lot good. on defense. So I'm curious to see how they're, you know, what they're going to do. A lot. Of, another team that people aren't talking about, uh, Chargers, have done literally nothing. Mm-hmm. They did sign Tyron Taylor. Yeah, he's, he's well. He's not going to play. Uh, I mean, unless you know the quarterback is it, but he's he's not going to play. It's a strange signing though, right? Yeah. Tyron Taylor for the yeah. yeah. It's kind of odd. Uh, the Rams have done some work in the off season. Uh, they signed Eric Weddle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, last week I said good for him. Uh, you know, he's talked a lot of shit about the Steelers <laughs> when, they were, when they were going to the postseason last year. Uh, but for a 33, 34-year-old safety, mm-hmm. uh, you know, $5 million a year, I guess I can't I can't hold it against him. Um, what do you think about the Dolphins? The Dolphins are a train wreck. Yeah, I know. I mean, they got rid of Tannehill. They got rid of Tannehill today. He was traded. He was traded to the Tennessee Titans Woo! for some. And the Titans. I have no reason. I, I I don't know the reason behind it. I've I've no idea why they would trade him. Well, I mean, they would trade him, but why would the Titans pick him up? It's like, like throwing wh- your boyfriend's clothes out the is, window at three o'clock in the morning. It's like it's what is know, the need for too the late. Titans? I mean, they have they have Marcus Mariota, and they're they're signing. What was a starter? Uh, I mean, I sorta. guess he'll, he'll be a backup now. I mean, I, I don't know. No. Are they? Are, are, are they? Are they gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Ben. My my voice does go high pitched every once in a while. I can't help uh, it. His voice is so good. If you listen to the podcast, you know you'd be crazy to think that my voice sounds anywhere near as good as his. So any mistake he makes, I'm gonna I'm gonna pounce on it. Just uh, it's unfair. <laughs> yeah, but but, uh, what, 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 I mean, what's up with the QB situation now in in uh, in Tennessee now that they're for a sixth ten- round pick, yeah, get I, a fourth I, round pick. Yeah, well, I, that seems like a lot for Tannehill. He hasn't really proven anything in this league. No, I mean, he just reminds me. What was the Jets quarterback for years? Uh, Mark Sanchez. Uh, no, the other <laughs> one that was the guy that couldn't throw the ball more than thirty yards. I can't remember his name. Mark Sanchez. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, God, what the hell was his name? Sam Darnold. <laughs> Sam Darnold. Uh, yeah, it just, I mean, they stuck with him for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I almost feel like it, when they were in a relationship and, you know, it just was going south for a I, long time. I mean, it time. seems like why give up picks for Tannehill? Why did they just cut him? I, exactly. I, I don't I don't get it. I mean, like, for Tennessee, why give up anything for Tannehill? I mean, if, I mean, Fitzpatrick is out there on the market, I believe. I mean, Fitzpatrick is just no, as no, good. No, 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 Fitzpatrick. He's just as good, though, right? He is, but he's good for a minute, terrible for I mean, an I hour. Mean, uh, Teddy Bridgewater was on the market, too. I'm mean, not yeah, anymore. Yeah, he made a smart move. Yeah, Bridgewater yeah. made a really smart move. They could have picked him up as well. I mean, is, 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 I mean fuck, call Kaepernick. Uh, no one's going to call Kaepernick. <laughs> Kaepernick's days are done. The league paid him. He's, he's done. I know, but he's, he's still better than Ted. That, 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 that makes no sense to me whatsoever. And now it's going to stick in my craw who the hell that fucking Jets quarterback was. Uh, I can't remember uh, Mc- his McCown? name. McCown? Oh, he was terrible too. Yeah. Oh, he was there for a little he bit. He was, uh, but uh, someone, uh, where's, where's, uh, where's Nico to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was, uh, an interesting move that Bridgewater decided to go back and sign with, um, with the Saints. Sign with the Saints. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots have done. You know, did you know that I'm not worried about the Patriots <laughs> did, at all. Did you know that that during this entire like week, Belichick's been like on vacation in a Caribbean island somewhere? Yeah. He hasn't even been well, I'm sure he's paying attention. Anyone that thinks Bill Belichick's not paying attention is crazy. But apparently he just went on vacation. Yeah, well. He's like, 
You he know, deserves it. Whatever. He deserves it. They signed nobody. They signed a bunch of people whose names I don't even know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been an interesting, interesting off season for sure. The Saints have done really, you know. Well, nothing. they got rid of Ingram. They did get rid of. They did get rid of. They Ingram. offered that him. A, they offered him a contract and take it. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to come back and bite them in the ass for not signing Ingram. Yeah, I mean, yeah, two headed monster. That two headed monster was. Not, I mean, I, I was really pissed off at him. Yeah, no, I I think Ingram is better than you think he is. Uh, you know, like I said, he's, I mean, he's a strong runner. He catches the ball out of the backfield. I know. I just I feel like he was playing football. At, you know, so long ago, where I was at the age where I could potentially play football, and I've never been at that age. Yeah, but he, he's the funny thing is he's only tw- well, he's twenty nine. He's twenty nine years old. So he's not he's not you know over thirty just yet. If he was thirty one, thirty two, then I'd be like, yeah, you know, maybe. Maybe not signing him, but he's, he's he still has um, some time left. Some time left, definitely. Uh he's thirty years old. Twenty nine. Twenty nine years old, which is different than well, only someone in their thirties would think that twenty nine <laughs> is different than thirty. Um, what do you think about the Oakland Raiders? I uh, I don't know, I don't know. Well, I mean, what, what do you think about them? <sighs> I mean, they signed. Obviously, they made the trade for Brown. Um, they haven't made a lot of other signings, mm-hmm. uh, but I feel like they're trying to make a little bit of a run going into Vegas. Uh, you know, they signed you know JJ Nelson, Terrell Williams, Lamarcus Joyner, Trenton Brown, but they haven't done a lot, really. Um, I mean, do you think Antonio Brown? You know, his that decision big of an is going to pay off, or do you uh, think that they're going to end up trading? Up? We'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, because uh, Derek Carr hasn't impressed me ever since he broke his was femur, I believe it was. I, uh, I mean, last season, I, I mean, they were on the well, verge. He says he broke his femur. I mean, they were they were one of the top teams in the AFC just a few years ago, and and ever since that injury, Derek Carr has not impressed me at all. Well, to me, they're Jack. I mean, Jacksonville went to they beat the Steelers year before last. And they sucked before then, and they sucked since then. That's sort of how I view the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I think they, they had that one good run uh, with Carr and those receivers, and, and it's been you know not much since then. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll talk about our teams in a little while. <laughs> um, the, the Niners made some moves, though. Mm-hmm. The Niners did make some moves. They picked up Jordan Matthews. Which I think is uh, former Eagles near wide and receiver. Dear to your heart, uh, you know Jordan Matthews played well this year. Um, he had a couple of good seasons with the Eagles. He was uh, Mr. Butterfingers for a little bit there on third and fourth down for like those big plays. Uh, he would he had a lot of drops. Uh, so I'm not sure how he's going to play for the Niners. I mean, he, he it was a pretty decent contract for him though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, more money than I expected. Yep. Um, more than he probably deserves. Yeah, I mean, and that was the weird thing. I mean, the safety's got a lot, as you said earlier, I mean, the safety's got a lot of money. The running backs did not. Wide receivers got a lot of money. Um, so I'm really curious to see, you know, how that's going to play out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who else did he pick up? Who are we talking about now? The Niners. The Niners. Ben's looking it up right now. I am looking it up right now. They picked up Quan Alexander, linebacker, four years, $54 million. That's actually That's... not a bad signing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they picked up Kevin uh, Tevin Coleman, two years, $10 million, running back. 
It's actually not a bad signing either. So now they have they have Coleman, they have Breida, they have McKinnon as yeah. running backs. Those are some pretty good running backs. Yeah, and they have a great coach. So the the real factor there. I'm sure they'll lose one of those running backs, though. I don't know if they could keep all of them. Well, I mean, the Eagles have uh, what? Uh, usually they have about eight running backs yeah, well, on yeah. their roster. <laughs> <at some point. laughs> well, I know it's possible to keep at least three because the Eagles do that perennially. Uh, yeah, they picked up Tevin Coleman, running back for ten million bucks. They Jason Verrett, and Coleman is a pretty good running back too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they picked up David Mayo, who's sort of a you know pretty obscure linebacker. Uh, so I mean, they and, they and they signed, they re-signed a lot of their own players. Mm-hmm. That's well, also important, which is so. usually a good sign yeah. if a lot of your own players mm-hmm. want to come back. Which means I think Kyle Shanahan is doing the right thing because of all the teams in the league, they brought back. Uh, seven or eight players that were that were free agents. I think that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with Garoppolo coming back next season. I I, I think the uh, the NFC West is going to be more competitive than it was this past season, and I, I'll definitely watch uh, some of those Niners games. I don't. I am dubious of the NFC West for sure. <laughs> um, I'm dubious of Garoppolo. I want to see what he can do playing a full season uh, against the Rams twice a year, against the Seahawks twice a year. I really would like to see how he's going to play. I mean, I mean, we've talked about this before. You know, very few professional games under his belt mm-hmm. uh, for the contract that he received. Oh, and yeah. I would like to see. I mean, obviously his contract is cheap by comparison now mm-hmm. to what the quarterbacks are getting. Um, but I don't know that that he's going to. Uh, you know, I don't know that he's that he's going to live up to the hype that that uh, you know. Well, his contract suggests <laughs> that his contract suggests. And uh, Ben, are there any other moves there that are exciting? Big name players, exciting. That's that's, that's 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 pretty much all of them, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, we could cover I mean, the the, yeah, the Detroit Lions and their <laughs> their signing of Trey Flowers and the rest. But and uh, everybody that was available from the Patriots, yeah, everybody, <laughs> everybody that Matt Patricia yep. thinks is uh, you know going to come and replicate what they did with the Patriots. Uh, it's not going to happen in Detroit. But. but let's get into the fun part of the show. Not that that last part was not fun. But what are we going to do next here, Friday? We are going to do our beer and bourbon taste. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and sample a couple of beers, Ben. We usually have one beer. Uh, today we have two beers, and uh, we, we've tried uh, or sampled some beers from this brewer, North Coast Brewery. Uh, this is the Alley Cat Amber Ale. Ben, you got yours open right there? I do. Do indeed. Yeah, so ben, Ben's got his Guinness. Uh, He's got sorry, I'm the balancing Amber many Ale, beers on a, on a small try. table in our studio yeah. here, our outdoor hey, studio. Let's, let's, let's give this Amber Ale a shot. It's from North Coast. Alley Cat. Cheers, Ben. Wow. This is the perfect beer for the weather that we're having. Yeah, it's holy wow. That's a good beer. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not too strong. It's not. Doesn't feel like it has a, a strong alcohol content. To no. It. Wow. It's like, really, really good. Alley Cat North Coast. I like the graphics that they have. Oh, on the their graphics bottle. for this company are amazing. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Franny can do better graphics. I mean, obviously, <laughs> if you look at our logo for our Thirsting Gold podcast. Oh, yeah, thanks, Ben. Um, but, th- I mean, we've tasted, I think this will be our fourth or fifth beer think, from this company. Um, I believe it's our third. Third? <laughs> uh, that that goes to point. show how much we drink during the podcast. Um, but this, I mean, it tastes really, really good. It's definitely an ale. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've talked about uh, North Coast in the past. Uh, you can check out their website. I mean, we're, we're definitely going to keep on, uh, you know, trying uh, different beers that they have. I think there's about three or four more. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, at Total Wine that they do sell. But, yeah, this one's very good. Um, oh, this is a good one. That's good. I mean, it's, it's a more of a summer drink. Mm-hmm. Than a winter drink, and it's perfect for the 80-degree weather we finally, finally had today here in California. Uh, that's a really good beer. Uh, North Coast, I mean, you knocked it out of the park on every single one of the beers yeah. that we've drank so far. Mm-hmm. Drunk, drank. <laughs> um, so, we, uh, you know, we truly appreciate it, and we're not looking for sponsors, but if you'd like to sponsor the show, we would not be opposed to that. I mean, it's a, it's a nice golden ale. Yeah. Uh, for sure. In, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, if I don't say the word ale many, many, many times tonight, I will be ashamed of myself. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice copper color. I mean, it's, it's, it's very good. I mean, there's some, there's some caramel in it. Yeah, Ben's taking another swig right now. I mean, it's got, and, and the bitterness is. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not, it's, it's not there. overpowering. That's for sure. Um, it's, it's clear but not pronounced. It's similar to a, you know, an IPA almost. Almost, but not so much Doesn't so have that, that same bitterness. To that it. Sonia would go running away. <laughs> she might. <laughs> you never it. know. If she was here right now, <laughs> she might. It's not height. That's for sure. Well, yeah, no, no, that's that's definitely good stuff, right there. Mm. I could drink that for the rest of the night, but unfortunately, it's St. Patrick's Day, so I will and not. And you'll be drinking Guinness. I will be. Going back to my Guinness right away. But I'm sure you'll go back to the Alley Cat. I so. will almost certainly go back to the Alley Cat. <laughs> and uh, the other beer that we have here, Ben, I'm not sure if you poured yourself um, a glass of the 818 Brewing. Uh, I actually went to a local brewery here in the San Fernando Valley. It's called their First Stage IPA. It's uh, 6.91% alcohol. And um, here, Ben, I actually have some in the glass for myself. Here, let me pour some in yours right here. Yeah, I mean, this is actually a local brewery. When I mean local, it's like local, local. It'd probably be a good idea if I screwed off the top before I started pouring. Within a few miles down the road here. And the the beautiful thing about this beer is it comes in a nice uh, large container. And you can actually take this container back to the brewery. Yeah, it's a growler. And they will refill your container. Uh, at a discount. I mean, it, it, it's a, you know, it, it's a pretty nifty. You'll see it on Instagram as well as on Facebook. It's a really interesting container that they ship this beer in. Well, uh, this is just the growler. So I mean, you know, they poured it for me at the at the brewery there. Oh, did you go? To, you actually went to the brewery? Yeah. Where do you think I got this? Holy fuck, man! <laughs> we are. We are we are moving up in the world here. We are going to breweries. No, yeah. I mean, it's it's a local brewery. And it's uh, 818 re- representing eight, the great 18, the San yes, Fernando exactly, Valley here exactly. in Los Angeles. And their logo is fantastic. 
It's uh, in Canoga Park, California. It's on uh, Nordoff and DeSoto. For anybody that's listening to us from uh, <laughs> the San Fernando Valley, that's where it's located. Well, we have our listeners from Pacoima that are with us every single week, so yeah. thank you so much. That, but it, it All smells. right, let's do it. Cheers, Ben. Cheers. It smells really nice. Oh, that's my kind of beer. Oh, that's that is good. The Holy Alley Cat shit. was good, but man, this eight one eight. Wow. Oh, uh, geez, the first stage IPA. That is really fresh. I wow. mean, you, you can tell that straight from the brewery right there. I have had much more expensive IPAs than this. <laughs> that tasted much worse than this. This is a really good IPA. Wow. Yes, I mean, you you can pull up right to uh the brewery they they have uh darts they have darts they have darts they have tvs you can oh, watch wow. games we should we yeah should probably... never invites me we, well... <laughs> this is just for his work friends apparently uh you know ben is not invited to it's, these it's it's a little closer shindigs. it's a little closer to me than it is to you i guess it's it's one mile closer yes, to yes, me yes. than it is to you yes. uh but definitely we should we should catch a uh a brown steelers game at the brewery <laughs> next season browns 24 <laughs> steelers that is really good 28 Really, Holy color. shit. I mean, no, this is a really good beer. Uh, this is a great IPA. This is uh, at least as good as any IPA you're going to get in any microbrewery, mm-hmm. micropub um, for 8 or $9 a glass. This is yeah. as good as any of that. And you got a jug full. And I'm sure a it's a lot cheaper than that. full of uh, the 818. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think uh, moving, wow, that's forward, good. moving forward, I'll... Um, I'll pick up some different types of uh, beers that they offer. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We, yeah. I mean, we love to local, so you is, know, help out our local. Oh yeah, definitely. Local brewery yeah. establishment. Yeah, there's actually another one. I think it's it's right next door to them. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure if they have a, a bar set up or anything, but um, oh yeah, definitely this one. This this is this is a very good beer. Yeah, I mean, I think that this growler. We'll stay on the table today. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'll stay in the fridge because there's plenty of beer to drink right over here. So, uh, you know, when Sonia gets back, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure she'll also enjoy this one because it's 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 an IPA, but it doesn't have that same sort of bitterness that other IPAs have, maybe because it's so fresh, because straight from the It's brewery. really, really fresh. And uh, it, it's not, as, maybe it's not as crisp as her height. Maybe I mean well, as, nothing is as crisp as, <laughs> as spring you know, th- water. Th- this is uh, you know almost seven percent alcohol. Those are like you know one. Uh, <laughs> oh, but that's man, a really good beer. Wow, that is really. Fr- I mean, we we um, we've tried other IPAs on the show, but this one is this one's crisp and bitter, and this goes down very easily. Ben, just drink out of the growler. He's, right, he's Friday's, here. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to here. get Franny to, to to pour me a drink here, and I'm just going to grab it from the other side yeah, of the just, table. Just drink it out of there. I'm going to drink it out of the container. Yeah, no, that's 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 some good stuff. Eight one eight Brewery. Oh, I'm I'm shocked, shocked <laughs> that it was that close. Well, right? you know, I lived out here for a long time, right in the valley. You know, the the San Fernando Valley was was the land of of. Where culture goes to die. When I lived, <laughs> when I lived in the city, and, and and I can tell you, the people that live in Los Angeles, that is simply not the case. Um, maybe a little bit harder to find out here, but it is here. Yeah, uh, so, yeah and definitely, Ben, we should we should, we should hit up the eight one eight brewery, catch a couple of games. Oh, for sure. I've been I've been trying to talk to 
Talk Friday ends are doing an on location uh, recording of our podcast. You know what? You know, we, and and me and Ben, by the way, we will brew our own beer. And uh, you know, I, I went to uh, Lowe's today. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Friday has this this uh, this uh, this will be an entire episode, by the way, because there's going to be a lot of work that goes. Yeah, into it, this. It, there will be a lot of work, but I I, I, I was I was uh, looking for an outdoor burner because I want this to be done in the outdoors. Uh, there's actually a place in Wilden Hills out here where we can pick up our um, all the stuff that you need to to, to uh, brew a beer. Uh, but I was at Lowe's today looking for uh, a burner so we can just you know boil it. But they they, they didn't have any. They just had barbecues. Really? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> oh well, we we have electronics malfunction here, but not an actual malfunction. Wait, they just, didn't have the burner there. I just spilled whatever was in that shot glass right there. You know, but they had they had. Um, you know, regular barbecues, but they didn't have an outdoor burner, so we can cook it out here. But I'll, I'll definitely probably order one on Amazon so we can brew our own beer because that was our plan. And I think uh, sometime in April we'll brew our own beer or, well, we'll see how it turns out. Absolutely. We'll give it a shot. You hear that, uh, folks? We're not, you know, Amazon's not putting, you know, anyone out of business because they don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's next up on the big board? Well, Ben, we just tried uh, a couple of beers here, and uh, we're also going to go ahead and try the well, the beverage of the week. It, oh, it's we have another, the bourbon it's another of the bourbon. week. It is uh, Woodford Reserve, um, and uh, you know, next week I'll get another bourbon, and we'll do a blind taste test on four different bourbons. Uh, so we'll do the Woodford Reserve. Uh, we'll do the Angels Envy and we'll do the Eagles Rare with uh, one more. I'm going to try to find something. Yeah, this will be a test to see whether I actually could tell the difference, the difference. between. <laughs> and I'm a bourbon novice. I'm a bourbon yeah, yeah, and whiskey yeah. novice. Uh, I could tell, you know, those of our listeners out there that are like me who don't drink a lot of whiskey or a lot of bourbon. Uh, both the barrel or the barrel dovetail, the angel envy, angels envy, angel envy, uh, as well as the Is it eagle rare, the eagle rare, uh, were amazing to me as someone who doesn't drink a lot of bourbon or a lot of whiskey. That's true. Um, you know, maybe I'm just a little bit. You know, I'm trying, and this will be a good I'm test. I'm trying. I'm trying to introduce Ben to whiskeys, bourbons, scotches, and and he's finally caught on. Yeah, it, I mean, because I can. Be- 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could be a, I, I, and this will be a good test, and Sonia will probably really enjoy this. No, Sonia enjoys it more than you. Because I could be a snotty fuck. I mean, I can really be like a guy that's like, it costs $20, so that's better than the thing that costs $10. But I will so buy. Be, I would be really look, curious look, to see whether I could tell. Next week, next week, I'll get another bourbon, but then I will get like, a, I don't know, maybe a $10 bourbon. Is there such a thing as there, a $10 there, bourbon? There, I'm sure there is. Something very cheap and see which one is the best. It's not what they're making on the Discovery Channel, right? On National Geographic? <laughs> it's not like some moonshiner stuff. It might be. It might All right, be. so what are we drinking here? Uh, this is the Woodford Reserve, Ben. All right. Let's taste let's it. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that tastes like. Um, you can definitely taste. Uh, it has a woody it flavor. Young. It has a woody flavor to it. Sorry for the helicopters, folks. 
Yeah, I, I could definitely taste the wood. A little bit of caramel accents to it. It's got caramel. It's a, a little of, woody. A little bit of vanilla, too, coming through. Ooh, yeah, I taste S- the vanilla. Slightly nutty. And the and the burn is very minimal. But it's very smooth. It's 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 actually it's a very minimal smooth. burn. Uh, and by burn, I mean bourbon. The, and uh, you know, bourbons are well; they've become popular as of late. I mean, you know, <laughs> they weren't the most popular drinks you know, back then. But but this one. Well, what's the difference between a bourbon and a whiskey? Well, this is a bourbon whiskey. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I'm going to have to do some more research. But <laughs> I, don't I mean, the know. fact that we've been, you know, uh, tasting Kentucky bourbons, this is one of them. And, and I mean, this well, is, I mean, it's, it's, it's very good. Uh, what's the price point on this? This one is actually, it's around $30. And, and most of the uh, bourbons that we've tried so far around that price point between between about thirty to forty five dollars. Yeah, this is this is for that price point. This is really, yeah, really good. I mean, I think Sonia would like it because the, the it's the, it's light. It's light. I it, it's you know compared to the um, the Eagle Rare. The Eagle Rare has There's a little bite to it. A little bit more of a bite. Angel's Envy, not as much. A, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll get. Uh, one more. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get the the Four Roses, uh, which is another popular bourbon. Uh, so we'll try the the Woodford Reserve, the Eagle Rare, um, and the Angels Envy with. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm choking on this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a very good. This is a very very good bourbon, and for thirty bucks, this is this is really good. Yeah, very good. So I'm not a I'm not a brown drinker, and I do have a song. I have a brown song for Franny turning me onto the brown. Would oh, you just, have it? I don't have it with me tonight. All right, it's still in the works. I'm mixing it as we speak. But next week when we do our uh, blind taste test, you'll definitely have it ready to go. I am so curious about that. Yeah, the four roses. That's what yeah. I mean, this will be this will be uh, Sonia will be back. So this would be awesome to find out whether my snottiness is real or, you know, because I have this theory about wine tasting and how wine tasters or whatever their name is, uh, they don't really know what they're talking about. Uh, but I feel like I really like that Eagle Rare. And every time I drink it, I really like it. But I would be, I, I feel like I would be able to tell the difference between that and this, but I'm really wondering if I can. You probably won't. All right. <laughs> What's next so up did, on the big board? <laughs> next up on the big board, Ben. So we went, uh, we sampled the beer, beers, beers, and <laughs> the bourbon. And now, Ben, our listener message. Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> uh, you know, sorry to do this to you every week, but we'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to subscribe to the show, you can go to our website at thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com. You can also search for us on Apple Podcast, CastBox, CastBox, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, or whatever podcatcher you use. If you'd like to know how you can subscribe to the show or would you like to let someone know how you can subscribe to the show. Uh, please let them know. Please retweet us. Please, please um, 
share with your friends and relatives, anyone that you think would like to hear the show. Please leave a review on Stitcher, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, whatever podcatcher you use. If you'd like to leave feedback, please ask us a question or to be uh, answered on the show, you can email us at podcastthirstandgoal.gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstandgoal.gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at GoalThirst, and you can follow us on Instagram at ThirstAnd. Wow, I butchered that. Yeah, you do. well, it doesn't make uh, it's not it's not fair since I'm making faces at you <laughs> while you're doing that to uh, to intentionally fuck you up right there. But seriously, uh, folks, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, uh, retweet us to your friends, to your relatives, to anyone you think that would like to to listen to the show. Uh, it, it really means a lot to us. Uh, send us a question at our email; we'd really love to answer them. We have one tonight. Um, it really it really helps us, you know. You know, hone the show and get the show better. So, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, we have our tag teams. Oh, we get to talk about our own teams. Yeah. Well, Friday, what do you? Well, th- well let's, start, let's start with Sina's you. not here, unfortunately. Well, yet. should we start with the Seahawks then? Go right ahead. All right, the Seahawks. Uh, you know, the Seahawks have been not particularly active in the draft. But or they in, did, or in free agency, uh, or in the draft, <laughs> free agency, or in, um, uh, or in trades. Uh, Mike Davis, their running back uh, extraordinaire, has gone and left them. Uh, you know, it's a pretty sad state of affairs. Uh, they also uh, had a rumor that they were going to pick up Adrian Peterson, but that did not happen. Uh. Uh, but they were. Really, really, really lucky in signing KJ Wright to a two-year, fifteen million dollar deal, which is a big deal uh, for them since they lost uh, one of their offensive linemen. Uh, they also signed Mikhail Kendricks, Akeem King. They re-signed to a one-year, one point five million dollar deal, and Frank Clark is still holding out. On the franchise tag, I was I was shocked by that. I mean, because the the franchise tag is what seventeen million dollars for him. I think it's eighteen million. Yeah, but plus, it, yeah, that's that's. I mean, because he's it's his first contract. I'm surprised that he would hold out on this because that's that's quite a bit of money. Yeah, and he was talking shit about Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. A, he went on uh, national radio as well as on Twitter to talk shit about Le'Veon Bell. Uh, essentially saying, you know, he got held out, got less money than he did, uh, than the offer was before he held out. You know, I, I think the Seahawks will be okay. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think they'll be okay. Um, I, I mean, they lost Sweezy, uh, which was a big loss for them. They lost Sweezy, signed outside the outside the team, um, but they were able to hold on to DJ Fluker, who signed this week. Which is a big deal for them, um, you know. It, it's 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 gonna be a long off season for them. I mean, I think they have a lot of draft picks, so they should be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, which moves do you have right there, Ben, for the Philadelphia Eagles? Oh, I know, I know Ronald Darby. the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, Ronald Darby uh, signed a new contract yeah? or an extension. What do you think about that? Ah, uh, man. I mean, the the cornerback play for the Eagles has not been stellar for quite a few years now. Um, Except for going to the second round of the playoffs and win the Super Bowl, but whatever. But <laughs> but I, yeah, he, I mean. He missed a lot of tackles. <laughs> he's 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 not as good as the Eagles thought he would be when they signed him a few years ago. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm happy that the Eagles did keep him uh, on the team. Well, it's just a one year contract. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's very uh, every team but the Steelers kind of contract. The Steelers don't typically sign one year contracts. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Antonio Brown. Um, and you also sound. You also signed L.J. Fort see, from I, see when the I saw Pittsburgh that when I was, Steelers when I saw that news I didn't know who L.J. Fort was. He's a competent outside linebacker. Uh, he he's also very 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 good at you know special teams. Yeah, if you put him out there, mm-hmm. uh, he just plays really really well. When he's on the field, I mean, he doesn't. He's not going to light the world on fire. He's not going to. He's not, you know, Khalil Mack. But he's really a competent outside linebacker. Oh, well, I hope so. You also signed Jason Peters. Well, that we talked about that a little bit last week, and uh, I'm I'm happy about that. Are you? I I am. I definitely am. All right. I was getting old. He's old now, but you know. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about this before the podcast. Jason Peters held off Khalil Mack for an entire playoff game by his self. By himself. He held Khalil Mack essentially sackless and pressureless for an entire game by himself with a hurt bicep. So (laughs) I think Jason Peters needs a little more respect than he's getting here on the podcast tonight. All right, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers next. <sighs> we lost Jesse James mm-hmm. to the Lions, I believe. Uh, and I think they overpaid for him. Le'Veon Bell's gone. LJ Fort's gone. Uh, traded Marcus Gilbert off to Arizona. But we did sign... Marquise Pouncey to a three-year, $30 million contract, making him the, uh, nearly the highest paid, if not the highest paid center in the league, which was a huge signing. Uh, we re-signed Ramon Foster to a two-year, $8.25 million contract. Uh, Anthony, Anthony Ciccolo, which was a weird re-signing for us. Uh, linebacker, uh Sort of jack of all trades, uh, linebacker. You know that was a weird trade or weird signing for us. Two years, eighteen or eight million dollars, but I'll take it. We also signed Eli Rogers to a two-year contract, I believe, and defensive tackle Dan McCullers. But the most important trades of the week, we signed cornerback Stephen Nelson. Uh, something we've needed for a long time. Uh, you know, our corners have been suspect for a number of years now. Um, so I'm happy to have uh, Steven Nelson. I mean, he, he's, you know, hot and cold. He gives up a lot of big plays, but he also locks down 
a lot of big plays, so he's sort of hot and cold cornerback. Uh, but we also signed wide receiver Dante Moncrief, which I think is a really good signing. Where was he last? Was he in Indy last? Yeah, I believe uh, so. I believe I believe he was. I, I mean, I think that's a pretty, with 10 draft picks, I think that's a pretty good signing. Uh, he's not terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't cost us that much. Uh, so I think it's a really, you know, it's a really prudent sort of accountant-like <laughs> signing. Uh, and I think he'll be okay. Uh, so Friday, what's next up on the big board? Well, Ben, we're going to do our quiz. Oh, uh, lordy. Yeah, Sonia's not here tonight. So uh, me and Ben are going to go back and forth asking each other questions about our own teams and uh, – See how much knowledge we have on our own teams. Do we have any? No. I have some. <laughs> Very little, but I have some. I have some. I have some. All right, Franny. Should I go first or? Yeah, sure. All right. All right, Ben. Ready. We don't have our, we don't have our, uh. A little buzzers out here, but I, I guess I'm we're, not competing we're, we're, against yeah, anyone exactly. else. So, Ben, first question. All right, here we go. How many Super Bowls have the Steelers lost? Seriously? I'm, that hurts. I'm throwing That's out, a hurtful I'm just, question. I'm just throwing out there. I mean, I told you these, these questions before we went on the podcast, these would be relatively easy. And you still can't answer it. Two. You are correct. Yeah. Do you know who they were, too? Green Bay Packers. Uh-huh. Dallas Cowboys. Yes, you are right. Yeah. And each one of them hurt. <laughs> now, my question, Ben. Oh, boy. For one season, the Eagles merged with the Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. during World War II. I think we've had this question before. What was that team name? It's the Eagles. Ah, that is correct. <laughs> That is correct. All right. Question number two for you, Ben. Which stadium did the Steelers play in before moving to Heinz Field? Three Rivers Stadium. That is correct, Ben. Do you know which do you know when it was opened? Ooh. I wanna say in the sixties. Right after. Seventies? Yep. Seventy two? 1970s. 1970 was open. It was closed in 2000. Ooh. <laughs> and Ben, your next question for me. Which Eagle quarterback before Nick Foles <laughs> threw for 464 yards in one game, setting a team record? Uh, I'd have to say... That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. There's We're going to get them many. all right. There aren't too many to choose from. <laughs> well, yeah, you got Jaworski, you got Cunningham. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> What's the next question for me? Uh, ben, Heinz Ward, one of your favorite oh, receivers of all time. One of the best receivers of all time. Ended his NFL career with exactly how many receptions? Wow. It's an even number. 1,000. 1,000. You are correct, Ben. <laughs> uh, what are we playing for, by the way? 
It's a shot. It's a disgusting shot, and it's uh, it's it's uh, Croatian brandy. Actually, <laughs> it's uh, brandy is too is too generous. It's uh, plum brandy, and it uh, it doesn't taste that great. So the loser of this quiz will have to take a shot of that Croatian brandy. All right, here we go. In 2004, the Eagles found themselves in their second Super Bowl in franchise history, but were defeated by which team? Oh, Patriots. Ah! <laughs> Wait, you say second? Yeah, Patriots. Yeah, that's yeah. true. There's, there hasn't been that many. For the, the well, Eagles. the Eagles ran over the Vikings and the Falcons to get to their promised land, but Tom Brady and company had other ideas, defeating the Eagles' combination of Donovan McNabb. And Torello is yeah, twenty four to yeah, twenty one. Yeah. All right. Next question, Ben. In Super Bowl fourteen. Fourteen. Who did the Steelers defeat for their fourth championship? Ooh. <laughs> He's thinking. He's thinking. That's a. That's that's the. The Dallas Cowboys. That is wrong. Oh! Who is it? The L.A. Rams. Oh, fucking Christ. The L.A. Rams were in the the Super Bowl? The L.A. Rams. You guys defeated them 31-19. to It was really the Rams in the fourth? It was the Rams. What was the score? 31-19. That that explains that. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so I, I missed one. Franny has missed none. Not yet. So far. What ride? What wide receiver did the Philadelphia Eagles acquire prior to the 2004 season in a three-way trade involving the San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens? I'm just gonna throw it out there, Terrell Owens. Yes, Terrell <laughs> Owens is the answer. Prior to the 2004 season, the Philadelphia Eagles acquired premier wide receiver Terrell Owens in a three-way trade involving the Niners and the Ravens. Owens had been scheduled to become a free agent, but his agent allegedly failed to file the proper paperwork, and the 49ers traded him to the Ravens. Owens, unhappy with the trade, refused to play for Baltimore, and the Eagles, eager to acquire a premier wide receiver for McNabb, to throw to jumped into the mix, offering compensation to both the Niners and the Ravens. Yes, still 100% on my questions, Ben. <laughs> Last question for you, Ben. Uh, in Pittsburgh's first year in the National Football League, oh, what Jesus. was their team name? Really? Yeah. They weren't always the Steelers. I should know this. You should. I should know this, but I'm going to be drinking some Sleevo tonight. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. They were the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, that's right. Until 1940. I was going to ask you who the Philadelphia Eagles played in their first championship game. You know who it was? Their championship game? Like before? Uh, before NFL, before AFL, any of I it. I believe it was against Detroit. The Brooklyn Dodgers. Well, yeah, it was a different game back then. But it was a different it was a whole different sport. This, All right, so I lost two. Yeah. So I'm so I'm essentially uh, cooked, right? Yeah, pretty much. What's my last question, Ben? 
<laughs> Who was the only team? That was a, I thought these were pretty easy, by the way. Well, you. the last one sort of threw me for a little Yeah. Who was the only team ever to beat Vince Lombardi in the playoffs? The Eagles. Yeah, it was the Eagles. <laughs> There's only one answer right there. It was, that was 1960 or 50. It was the 1960 NFL championship. Yeah, yeah. Vince Lombardi, in his tenure, suffered only one playoff loss, and it was to the Philadelphia Eagles. Damn right it was. <laughs> All right, where's the sleeve off? Let me go ahead and grab that for you, Ben. All right, we're going to take a little break while we grab the Schlevo, and we'll be right back with you. All right, and we're back, and Ben poured himself a shot of uh, Schlevovica. Ben, go ahead and take your loser shot. As I take this loser shot, uh, <laughs> Franny, why don't you tell our listeners what this is that I'm drinking? It's a plum brandy. And that's pretty much I. That's all I know about it. Cheers, oh, cheers and it's to pretty, you. Cheers to you. It's it, it, pretty it, intense. It doesn't taste like plum. It's. Ugh, ah, I almost gagged just ah! watching you take that shot. It's it's really not that. All right, good. I just drank. Uh, I would say Acid. three quarters of it. Yeah, yeah it's not. A, it's Can't not quite a, finish it. It's not a very good shot. It's like it's like that one shot the the three wise men where it's Jose Cuervo. Uh, Jim Beam, and there's one more of the wise men on there, but it's a pretty disgusting shot. That one is just as bad. Yeah, I feel like I'm almost uh, like half Croatian now yeah. <laughs> uh, because there was a time when I felt proud to drink this. Like I would just uh, put it on the table and just drink it uh, I'm, I'm as proud. I was getting to know uh, Sonia and her family and her friends. But now I uh, I, I wholly uh, agree with their their assessment of this particular shot, it is not pleasant. Yeah, no, it's not very good. All right, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have your thoughts on Big Ben. Oh, yeah. So I have a theory on this. Yes. Uh, I'm sure you're all waiting to hear my theory about Ben, Big Ben Roethlisberger. We are. So there has been a lot of commentary over the last few weeks, months, um, on the problems in Pittsburgh and whether it's Antonio Brown's problem, Mike Tomlin's culture problem, the Rooney's culture problem, or just some general, um, uh, you know, disenfranchisement among the, the players. And I have a theory. And my theory is that this shit <laughs> completely went left two years ago when the Steelers began to draft quarterbacks uh, in the higher rounds, they took they took Dobbs, um, I think, in the third round, and they then they took Mason Rudolph, who is expected to be the heir apparent to Ben Roethlisberger, and there were not a significant amount of problems in Pittsburgh prior to uh, the Steelers beginning this this. Uh, drafting of quarterbacks to back Ben Roethlisberger up. And that's sort of my theory. My theory is that Ben has been kind of a douchebag ever since they started drafting quarterbacks. They drafted Dobbs, and then they drafted 
Rudolph, and one of these two quarterbacks is going to start. Uh, probably Rudolph. Uh, for all I know, it could be Dobbs. But this is my theory. My theory is that Ben started to act like a douchebag as soon as they as soon as they started to bring these quarterbacks in. Um, and because you know everything was fine before that, uh, they went to several playoff runs. They went to two. Super Bowls and nothing seemed to miss until they started drafting quarterbacks. Uh, you, you look around the league, you see Aaron Rodgers, no backups. You see uh, Matt Ryan, no backups. They're not as old as Roethlisberger, by the way. Well, they're up there, but but there's no backups. Uh, Peyton Manning never had a never had uh, a backup quarterback that challenged him. Eli Manning has never had a backup quarter back that challenged him. Uh, Nick Foles challenged <laughs> Carson Wentz, and it turned into a big crap show out there. Actually, Tom Brady has bad. never had a quarterback that challenged him. Garoppolo. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> traded him away. Uh, most of Philip Rivers does not have a quarterback challenging him. Um, Drew Brees does not have a quarterback challenging him. None of the quarterback, Drew, uh, Andrew Luck does not have a quarterback challenging him. So I, I think that because we have Dobbs and Rudolph as potential heir apparents to Roethlisberger, and because we went out in two consecutive drafts and went out and got quarterbacks, I think that played into Roethlisberger's attitude, uh, the way that he interacted with his teammates, and I think that that contributed to the mess that we have in Pittsburgh. What do you think, Franny? <laughs> well, I, I that that's your theory, Ben. I don't agree. That is my with, theory. I, I, I don't agree with it one hundred percent. Um, yeah, there may be some truth to it. Uh, you know, th- th- but there were backups to all those guys. Um, I, 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 I don't blame the Steelers. I mean, obviously, uh, w- with Ben Roethlisberger at how old is he right now? He's thirty-four, yeah, I think. I mean, you have to look for the next quarterback, no matter what. I mean, you have to definitely look towards the future. And if if he is going to act that way, maybe he's the douchebag. Maybe you should have got rid of him instead of Antonio Brown. Well, I agree, but <laughs> but but they seem to have a, a baby diaper for the rest of the quarterbacks out there. I uh, I don't know. This is your theory. Well, yeah, but but who's backing up Aaron Rodgers? Exactly. Who's <laughs> backing up uh, Tom Brady? Well, somebody's backing those guys up. There's somebody. There's there's always got to be a backup quarterback. But they're not. Dra- I mean, if if. For example, if in the second round of this draft the New England Patriots took a backup quarterback, well, it, that would raise some eyebrows. Well, they, when did they pick up Garoppolo? Uh, they did pick him four up four years in, ago. In, yeah, but he was behind um, Tom Brady for quite a while there. He was. He yeah. was. That is true. Yeah. So but that's I, that's my theory. I, my I, theory I, is that he's insecure. He's well, maybe maybe yeah. And money is not well. Money can't be everything and nothing at the same time, right? So he has the money. So stop being a little baby and just go out there 
and play. All right, so that's my theory on Ben Roethlisberger. That's Ben's theory. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> what's next up on the big board? Some uh, rule change proposals, Ben. What are some rule change proposals that we have here? They have written down. Yeah, we have some rule change proposals going in the next year. I mean, this, I think, is a pretty interesting set of rule change proposals. Who knows which one of these or any of these will be adopted by the league. But the first one is by the Chiefs to amend Rule 16-1 to allow both teams the opportunity to possess the ball at least one time in overtime. Um Eliminate overtime coin toss so that the winner of the initial coin toss would begin any overtime game to kick or receive, which would be to defend. What do you think, Franny? I agree with that. I I think both teams should get a chance in overtime uh, to potentially win the game. Yeah, it seems strange that that under whatever circumstance... Mm -hmm. Uh, the overtime plays out that that either team would not have an opportunity to at least tie the game again. Yeah, I think spe- this goes especially. I mean, the playoffs. I mean, especially. I mean, you know, I, well, that was the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the Chiefs. I mean, yeah. the, 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 they tied the game, and then the Patriots went down the field and scored on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm dubious as to whether the Chiefs or the uh, any of the teams that I name here, as we go through the rule changes are the only teams that propose these. Um, but I think that that's a, a great rule change. Every team should possess the ball at least once in overtime. Mm-hmm. Second rule change, Chiefs to amend Rule 15, Section 2, to add, add review of personal fouls, called or not called, as plays subject to a coach's review. What? <laughs> so essentially, uh, personal fouls—you uh-huh. know, roughing the passer, uh, any type of a, a personal foul uh, call that was happened during the game—that the the coach should be able to review at least one of those during the game. Uh, I mean, th- th- there aren't that many of those calls made in a game, though. I mean. I mean, I guess you should be able to review, but there. I mean, how many times do we have those calls made on the field? Really yeah, I mean, often. it could be a punch in the face or those ridiculous calls where the guy's helmet's ripped off and then another guy punches them in the face. Yeah, I'm, I guess if there's a scrum and there's a whole bunch of guys fighting and a guy gets ejected, yeah, I, I guess, you know, they, they should be able to go to video review and, and see who the culprit was. I, that, that's, a, that's a tough one. I mean, it, it just doesn't happen that often, though, where it makes a... Uh, yeah, a difference in the game. All right. Uh, I agree, but uh, I'm sort of an all or nothing type of guy. Either you review everything or nothing. Um, so th- I, the I, more I, I, review, yeah. the better. I, I, I just think that's, you know, a little too many reviews at that point. I mean, if, if you want to stay away from reviews, that's, you know, it's going to take, uh, you know, the games themselves are already three hours long. That's just going to add to the length of the game. That is true. That is true. All right, next rule change proposal, Panthers, Rams, Eagles. I'm sure it's a good. And Seahawks. (laughs) To amend Rule 15, Section 2, to add review of designated player safety-related fouls, called or not called, as plays subject to coaches' coaches challenge in the instant replay system. For a safety? (laughs) So yeah, safety related fouls. So they're 
you know, calls that, you know, involve, uh, you know, in- incidents that are related to, you know, too much damage to the player's soul. So, okay. like a roughing the passer call mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, on the, on the, on the kickoff where you, you know, you jam the, 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 uh, returner too hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next rule change proposal, Denver Broncos to amend f- Rule 15, Section 2, to add all try attempts, extra point or two-point conversion, subject to automatic review in the instant replay system. So any two-point play. Oh, it's like a touchdown, basically. Yeah. Any yeah. kickoff, any any extra point, any two-point play to automatic review. I would say uh, the two point conversion maybe because that's almost like a touchdown uh, in that in that situation um, for a field field goal or extra point extra point I I don't I don't agree with that I think it's just uh, extending the length of the game. Okay. How do you feel about that? I all or nothing. <laughs> I would rather review this play than not review it. But even an extra point? Yeah. Yeah. Extra point, well, you know, if there's like a extra work out there. Yeah, if Bobby Wagner is uh, supposedly touched somebody, even though he didn't touch somebody, you know, coming off the block, an extra point. I'd like to be able to look at that. Well, I, I think he did, but I'm not sure if it was a penalty though. This is a it's, int- it's going up or down. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't know. Did he use leverage to jump over? No, he didn't. Yeah, ex- I don't think so either. It looked like he jumped over and fell on top of the center and 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 yeah I don't I don't think that particular play was a penalty. Yeah, I agree. Uh next one uh Denver Broncos to amend rule 15 section 2 to add all fourth down plays that are spotted short of the line to gain or goal line to be subjected to automatic review of the instant replay system. I think we talked about this in uh in a past podcast um uh, with the eagle eye um, you know, the same technology that they have in tennis. Uh, I think they should have it in football as well. Um, you know, the technology exists and I think they should implement it. Uh, there should be a chip in the ball, um, or, or, or something of that nature where you can tell where the ball is on the field at any moment in the game. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I think it's ridiculous that they don't, uh, yeah, you know, sense. have some kind of way of measuring, a fourth down in inches, fourth down in a foot, fourth down in a yard. Uh, I agree with Ronnie 100%. Here's a Philadelphia Eagles submission. I agree. <laughs> to amend Rule 15, Section 2, to add scoring plays and turnovers negated by a foul to be subject to automatic review in the instant replay system. What would be an example of that? That would be the turnover. That didn't happen. That, I agree. The one against <laughs> Dallas, yeah, I agree. If it's obviously, if it's if it's that's what that's what per, obvious, that's yes. what necessitated this that or that's yes. precipitated this this. this. If, if four players from one team are on top of the ball after a foul, yes, yeah, that was that's pretty the, obvious. That common was the sense. reason the Eagles submitted this. Yes, this rule change. That, that's just common sense. <laughs> no one will ever forget that in Philadelphia. All right, last one. Denver Broncos to amend Rule 6, Section 1, Article 1, 
to provide an alternative to the onside kick. No. That would allow a team who is trailing in the game an opportunity to maintain possession of the ball after scoring. How, how, wait, how, how would they maintain possession though? It's, this is the AF rule, like 4th and 12, 4th yeah, and 15, no, one I, play. No, I agree with the onside rule. I disagree with the fact that the players don't have the running start like they have had in the past. You know, Which just made it impossible. Yeah, it, pretty much. Yeah, It's it's almost impossible. I, I mean, if the kicker is running towards the ball to kick the ball, I think the players that are lined up should be given the ability to run forward with the kicker as he's kicking the ball instead of waiting until the kick is made. Yeah, I'm not sure if the Seahawks won the Super Bowl the year that the Green Bay Packer tight end completely shit the bed on the catch on the outside kick. Yeah, but I, uh, but but if that had but not ha- but it, but if the rule was what it is now, yeah, the Seahawks would not have went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, if that were the case, and I, I, I don't think I, I think it was an idiotic change. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, if, if the it, it makes it almost impossible for the yeah. team kicking off to yeah, yeah, and, and if it's an impossible play, what is the point of having yeah exactly the play? yeah so. Agree All right. On a few of those disagree on a few of those. All right. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have the well, you have the AAF on there for some reason. I have to. I have to. <laughs> no, you don't. I I have to. I have to throw this. Franny, did you know? Yeah. No. That the AAF <laughs> is expanding to between four and eight cities next year. Hey, well, if they can, good for them. Uh, that's really all I had to say about that. I'm I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> Uh, I, I am shocked. I didn't, I didn't know that there was enough people interested. There isn't. In the there aren't. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I just wanted to announce that because I watched a little bit of the first week, uh, you know, the first weekend. But after that, I really haven't paid any attention to what's going no. on in the AAF. Me neither. Nope. And, and they're expanding. They're trying to move to the north. Uh, but it, it, we'll see what happens. But I just wanted to throw that out of front of that's, that it's not going away. That's pretty interesting. All right, what's up next on the big board? It's our top five of something. Oh, of something. <laughs> but it might be the best thing ever. Yeah, well, this week, our top five is our top five burger joints slash fast food, but only burgers because Chick-fil-A was one of my choices. And Ben said, nope, that's not good. They don't have hamburgers. They don't. They They do not. Yeah, but they're delicious. I tried. Regardless, they're delicious. I tried. Ben, what are your top five burger joints? My top five burger joints of all time are number five. Should we have a drum roll? Carl's Jr. I like Carl's Jr. It's... Hardy's in other parts of the country, right? It is. Yes. It is. For our listeners in the SEC. <laughs> Number four, Hook Burger. I've never heard of Hook Burger. Oh, it's very, very good, and they have it all throughout the valley in Los Angeles. Really? They do. Hook Burger? Yeah. I've never heard of Hook Burger. Yeah. Please tweet us. <laughs> Hook Burger or is fans there one of location? Hook Burger. Is there one location? There's one over by... Uh, <laughs> This one over by the, what's that? Uh, are you sure there's over one? by the are pizza over up? by the pizza cookery <clears throat> in Woodland Hills? 
The what? The pizza cookery in Woodland Hills. There's one over there. I have no I have no idea. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll Google it for sure. But um, I've never, I, I don't know what that is. I think you're making this stuff. Number three, <coughs> Douglas. Hot dogs and hamburgers in Canoga Park, California. Very, very good. Douglas, if you're listening. Douglas, <laughs> if you're listening. Number two, <coughs> McDonald's. Match number two? Wow. I can't help it. Big Mac and fries and a Coke. Uh-huh. I mean, it's really hard to beat. Uh, I know it's terrible. I know it's the worst thing ever. Um, but it's it's really, really, really hard to beat. And number one, Habit Burger. Very good hamburgers. Very good fries. Amazing onion rings. Uh, but the burger itself is, for a fast food place, five minutes or less, very good. I agree with you on your number one pick, Ben. Uh, my number five, my number five is McDonald's. Number five. Number five, yes. I mean, the Big Mac is a classic. Uh, you can't go wrong with the Big Mac and their secret sauce. I think we know what it is exactly. But, yeah, the McDonald's, Big Mac. Uh, I haven't really tried any of their other hamburgers. Uh, and another one that I have here is Five Guys. Five Guys uh, hamburgers. They're also pretty good. You get to choose what's on your hamburger. Pretty nice. What, tomatoes, lettuce, yeah. <laughs> ketchup? What am I choosing? And they're, they're, well, their French fries are pretty delicious. Too. They're, they're, their Cajun fries are pretty freaking good. Uh, my number three pick is Carl's Jr. Ooh, just good because choice. It's, it's so unhealthy, and that's what makes it so good. The Why more, is it more unhealthy? The more than the saturated others? fats that you can squeeze into a hamburger <laughs> that just makes it so much better. Uh, number two is uh, In and Out. In and Out, Ben. Ben, I'm surprised that In and Out wasn't on your list there. I don't like the hamburgers. Really? I like the shakes. I like double-double with animal-style fries. But the fries are not what they could be? But when they're animal-style, they're way better. Tomorrow, tomorrow, Ben, go get yourself uh, a double-double with with uh, animal-style fries. We'll, we'll retest this top five next week <laughs> after <laughs> we'll, tomorrow. We'll follow up. And then my number one, Ben, also like your number one, is the habit the habit the double char is double probably char. It, man god damn that's a good burger and it's literally within a stone's throw of Franny's house it, it is and uh man it, it, if you have a habit that's close to you go get a double char uh the fries are good the the onion rings are delicious man that, that that's a good hamburger joint right there yes absolutely all right, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben, we have a listener question. What is our listener question for the week? Yes, I mean, thank you so much, listeners, for sending us your questions. We really appreciate it. We wish we could answer all of them or most of them, um, but we cannot. Uh, you know, we we tend to run on and talk and talk and talk. It's been happening. Uh, <laughs> but this listener is from Kelly in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Franny and Ben, what do you think? What do y'all think <laughs> was the most impactful or most important trade or signing 
that happened over the past few weeks? Ah, uh, you know, I, I would say the uh, the Odell Beckham trade. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, you know, there are uh, certain uh, position players that uh, don't make a very big impact, but I think uh, OBJ to Cleveland in that division will definitely make an impact. Especially since nobody else is making moves. That hurts me. Yeah, well, it hurts sorry, my heart. Sorry, Ben. Sorry. It's the truth. I happen to think that the most impactful trade or signing of the week uh, was the Seahawks signing KJ Wright. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Keeping him as a Sign linebacker. Sign is not here, man. Sign is not here. Uh, I think that was the most important signing. I mean, because they lost... Um, they lost uh, that one of their offensive linemen, and they may, in fact, be losing Clark. I think that was one of the most impactful signings of the week. Uh, obviously, you know, you have OBJ. I mean, it was Antonio Brown as well. Um, but I think K.J. Wright, as a linebacker, staying with the with the Seahawks was uh, a very important, if not the most important, signing of the week. That's that's pretty interesting. <laughs> I don't know who that was. He's an amazing linebacker, and and, and it's so. a big signing for the Seahawks. And he could have went somewhere else, so I think it's a big, it's a big deal. All right then. All right, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben. Well, we're we're pretty much done. Uh, Oh, we're done. Evening, yeah. Oh, that's very sad. <laughs> I'm sad. Until next week when we do our uh, bourbon blind taste test. Oh, this is going to be awesome. We are going to do a blind taste test and figure out how someone like myself who doesn't know bourbon can taste bourbon. <laughs> Uh, so we'll definitely do that next week. And our uh, listener, obviously, there will be more NFL news, trades, and free agency signings that we'll talk about next week. Absolutely. If you like what you hear on the show, you can subscribe by going to our website, thirstinggold.buzzbrout.com. You can also search for us on all of your podcatchers Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox. I don't know why you point to me for that, but I didn't know what Google Podcast was for the longest time. Stitcher or whatever podcast you use. If you'd like to share our podcast, we would love it if you would do so. Please do so. Share us on Instagram at Thirstan and on Twitter at Goal Thirst. If you have a question you would like to have answered on the show, if you have feedback you would like to hear our input upon please send us an email at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. We would really love to hear from you. I mean, it, it's it's been amazing doing this podcast week after week. You know, it, it really means a lot to us that you guys listen, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Week.